brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that shares your values. More information is available at CharityMobile.com. This past Sunday, I put up on YouTube a special second video for the, for that day. It was a mailbag video where I, you know, kind of go over things people send me or questions people have or whatnot. And somebody had sent me from a organization dedicated to promoting the holy face of our blessed Lord, an image of the holy face image that had actually been touched to an actual relic of the holy face. So that was an interesting thing because in the comments, some people claimed that the holy face devotion had never been officially okayed by the church. It had never been approved. Well, so for you today, to clear the air on that, I have a papal writing from Pope Leo XIII that establishes the confraternity of the holy face. So yes, it's been approved. Without further ado, brief of His Holiness Pope Leo XIII establishing the arch confraternity of the holy face. Leo XIII, Pope, for perpetual remembrance. According to the usages of Roman pontiffs, our predecessors, we are accustomed to decorate and enrich with special honors and privileges the pious associations instituted for the practice of works of piety and charity. Our beloved sons, the directors and associates of the pious confraternity, known as that of the Holy Face, canonically established in the sanctuary of the same name, in the town of Tours, and enriched by us in the Holy See with numerous privileges, have expressed to us the desire that making use of the plenitude of our apostolic power, we should honor his association with the title of arch-confraternity and with the preeminence which is its due. Desirous of giving to each and all of those in whose favor these letters are delivered a special mark of our benevolence, and only as regards the present case, considering them has absolved and to be absolved from all sentences of excommunication and interdict, and from all the censures and ecclesiastical penalties which they may have incurred and which have been inflicted on them in any manner or for any case whatsoever, we, by our apostolic authority and virtue of these presents, establish and constitute as a perpetual arch-confraternity with the accustomed privileges the so-called confraternity of the Holy Face, established in the town of Tours. And by the same our authority and virtue of these letters, we concede and grant in perpetuity to the directors and colleagues present and future of the arch-confraternity the power validly and lawfully to aggregate to itself throughout the whole world, excepting in our glorious city, all the other confraternities existing in the same name and having the same object, observing always the form prescribed by the constitution of Pope Clement VIII, our predecessor of happy memory, and the other apostolic ordinances drawn up on the subject, as well as to communicate to all in each the indulgences, remissions of sins, and dispensations of penance, which have been granted by the Holy Apostolic See to the association so erected by us into an arch-confraternity, and which are susceptible of being communicated to others. We decree that all present letters shall be, for the present and future, fixed, valid, and efficacious, that they shall obtain and possess their full and entire effects, that they shall fully favor all and for all, whom they concern and shall concern hereafter in accordance with what has been previously enumerated, and shall be judged and defined by ordinary judges and delegates, whoever they may be, even the auditors of the suits of the apostolic palace, the nuncios of the Holy See, the cardinals of the Holy Roman Church, even legates a la tere, and all other personages, whatever their dignitary and their power may be, 
entire power and authority to judge and interpret otherwise being drawn from them in general and in particular. So that if anyone, whatever the, the, be the authority with which he is invested, attacks any of these clauses knowingly or through ignorance, his act shall be null and void. And this notwithstanding the constitutions and apostolic ordinances, and in as far as is necessary, the statutes, customs, and uses contrary to the above-named confraternity, and all others soever, even when they have been confirmed by our apostolic oath or any other decision whatsoever. Given at Rome near St. Peter, under the ring of the fishermen, the first day of October, 1885, the eighth year of our pontificate. So that having been said, here I have just a little bit of information for you from the from holyface.org.uk. This is a website dedicated to the, of the observation and the devotion to the Holy Face of Christ. And remember, the Holy Face is an image that comes from the Shroud of Turin. I know it's in vogue to say the thing's not real, but let's not, you know, buy too much in the narrative of the world on one of the greatest relics the church has. So the Feast of the Holy Face is on Shrove Tuesday. That's to the world, Fat Tuesday, but for the church, Shrove Tuesday, the day before Ash Wednesday. On April 17, 1958, His Holiness Pope Pius XII approved the observance of a Feast of the Holy Face of Jesus on Shrove Tuesday, the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday. And they have, here on their website, they offer for you to contact them for the wording of the Holy Face Mass to be said on the feast, which is really only applicable if you're a priest or if someone who follow, you know, follows every step of the Mass with your missile. Our Lord said to Mother Pierina, Pierina a visionary in 1938, about this and about the Holy Face and about the, shr the Shroud of Turin. See how I suffer. Nevertheless, I am understood by so few. What gratitude on the part of those who say they love me. I have given my heart as a sensible object of my great love for man, and I give my face as a sensible object of my sorrow for the sins of man. I desire that it be honored by a special feast on Tuesday in Quinquagesima, Shrove Tuesday, the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday. The feast will be preceded by novena in which the faithful make reparation with me, uniting themselves with my sorrow. End quote. And here I'm going to try to remember to uh, help kick off a novena for the listeners who are interested in participating in such things to end on the, uh, the feast of the holy face of our Lord when, you know, this coming winter when we get ready for Lent. A number of popes have spoken about the Shroud of Turin, and very specifically the image of our Lord's face in the shroud, the holy face, again. So these are just some short quotes also that come from holyface.org.uk. They say that the holy shroud is Almighty God talking to modern humanity in a language that they can understand. More than 30 popes have expressed confidence in the authenticity of the holy shroud, and many have urged a devotion to the holy face of Jesus. So again, this has been approved by the church straight from the mouth of popes of undeniable orthodoxy, as well as some of the modern popes. So, let's begin with Pope Pius IX, who said, This salutary reparation to the holy face of Jesus is a divine work, destined to save modern society. Pope St. Pius X expressed the desire that it be venerated, the holy face, be venerated in the homes of all Christian families. Pius XI gave pictures of the holy face from the shroud to youth, saying, they are pictures of the divine Son of Mary. They come, in fact, from that object known as the Shroud of Turin, 
still mysterious, but certainly not the work of any human hand. Pius XII specifically asked to spread knowledge and veneration of this relic, and he established the, whole, the Feast of the Holy Face on Shrove Tuesday. Pope John XXIII said on seeing, after seeing the relic that this can only be the Lord's own doing. Pope Paul VI praised the Holy Shroud, saying, Perhaps only the image from the Holy Shroud reveals to us something of the human and divine personality of Christ. Blessings and indulgences have been placed by the Papal Magisterium on devotion to the Holy Face, never to be taken away due to the importance of this devotion. There's also on HolyFaceDevotion.com an article here that specifically addresses the claim that the Holy Face devotion is condemned. It is not condemned. It has been formally approved by the Church. I'm going to just read you a few excerpts here, and I'll have links in a special show notes at returntotradition.org today so that you can go read all this for yourself. It says, There is a priest in the United States currently claiming the Holy Face devotion has been condemned by a decree in 1892. To our knowledge, he is the only priest currently making this claim. We have reviewed his research and arguments and believe he is mistaken. Below are some reasons why. There's a well-known book covering the entire history of the Holy Face in the Church, from Scripture to present. To our knowledge, it is the most thorough and authoritative book on the history of the Holy Face. The book is called The Holy Face in the Documents of the Church, published by Pedica with an imprimatur of 1959. And the book speaks the decree of the Holy Office of 1892 regarding the Holy Face devotion. Here is what the book says on the subject, with this particular comment being in relation to a priest from France asking the Supreme Congregation for clarification on the decree of 1892. Which, by the way, I've been looking for the decree of 1892 and I haven't been able to find it at all. But I assume it exists because there's so much references here. So, from that book, how a confraternity dedicated to the to the uh, adoration of our Lord Jesus Christ may be maintained. The stigmatized priest... Pizza, Father Pizzagalia wrote to Holy Father asking for the precise explanation for the Supreme Congregation. The request stated briefly that a little chapel exists in Verona, where the holy face of our Lord Jesus Christ is venerated with great piety. The decrees of the Holy Office have given rise to disturbance and confusion, telling many people that this devotion may have to be enti entirely abandoned. It asks, therefore, for moving everything which indicates a special, direct, uh, organized adoration, we'll say, it may be useful to have devotional practices and that the oratory and sodality may exist. The Holy Office replied in the affirmative that it is not forbidden, neither the altar with the picture of the Holy Face, nor the pious exercise, nor the devotion to the Holy Face, provided that there is no question of a special, distinct, organized adoration of it, and neither with the adherence to the same conditions. Are the confraternity and indulgences prohibited? The conclusions from page 48 of that book are, The decree of the Holy Face does not prohibit the devotion to the Holy Face, but calls upon the priests of the Holy Face of Tours to remove all sense of novelty different from that held by tradition, and not to consider the face of Christ as a special symbol of reparation, but as the special object of worship, thanksgiving, and reparation. Above all, this rectifies the aim and indicates the scope, and ever more opportune in modern times, gives it the true meaning desired by the Holy See, proposing it as a valid means of reparation for the many offenses committed against the beloved Lord." End quote. Now, there's a claim that another decree condemning the Holy Face was issued in 1897, but I started this podcast today with the actual establishment of the Archconfraternity by Pope Leo XIII, and it's dedicated to the Holy Face, and it says in the decree it can never be suppressed. So I'm just saying. <laughs> so this priest is running around saying this stuff. 
so let's just skip down. If you want to read this, you, you can you for yourself, but I'm going to skip down towards the end. Permission from Pope Leo XIII. Another crucial point to consider is that Pope Leo XIII was clearly notified about the events and miracles in Tours, and in response, he chose to create an arch-confraternity for the whole world via papal brief. It was declaring to the whole world that this was safe and good. Now, to suddenly declare that the revelations of Sister Mary St. Peter were pernicious to the piety of the faithful and that they contained novelties is to say that Pope Leo XIII misled the faithful of the entire world. Certainly a true pope cannot endanger all the faithful of the world. To say that Pope Leo XIII approved the devotion and related revelations as good and holy, and then 12 years later completely reversed his decision, declaring them as exceedingly harmful, seems quite unlikely. St. Therese of the Holy Face was quoted as saying the Holy Face was the foundation of all her piety. In the book from the Secretary of State to Pope Pius XII, it also mentions St. Therese kept a picture of the Holy Face attached to her bed curtain and kept a lock of her hair from Sister Mary St. Peter with her at all times. It seems quite unlikely that St. Therese could have attained sainthood through such dedication to a false devotion. So there you have it. If you want to read more of that article, it'll be linked in the show notes today at returntotradition.org, like I said before. I will ask, though, that the people who sent me the Holy Face image, perhaps your calling, this is throwing it out there, is to try to help start or reignite the uh, the lay arch confraternities of the, dedicated to the Holy Face, following to the T, of course, the guidelines of all these papal documents from Leo XIII through Pius XII and beyond. That might be your mission. I can't think of anything better to do with this. Anyway, let me know what you all thought about this in the comments, please. This is not me trying to, you know, dig at any listener or anything because of things I saw in the comments. It's just a misconception that's out there. The Holy Face is a approved vision or approved um, devotion to our Lord. And there, the Vatican has even issued medals with the Holy Face image on it. So again, I'm just saying. Anyway. Let me know what you thought of this in the comments, please, and like and subscribe if you haven't. And um, as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.